Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Jensen. And I'm Megan Patterson. And we're here for our next episode. I, I wanted to talk to you, Megan. So I actually had a appointment yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, we've talked about I had a rhinoplasty and breast augmentation a few years ago, yep. right? So I have scars from my breast augmentation because when a surgeon cuts on you, you get left with scars. Like yep. that's very normal. Okay. So I was like, okay, well, I want to get some cosmetic tattooing like <gasps> to blend this in. Yes. Okay, so... I get a referral from my plastic surgeon and yep. this girl's in Newport Beach and I make an appointment and she's booked out like six weeks. Did you drop my name? Like she would know you? Yeah. How? Have you gone there? Mm, no. But what? like, hello, Newport, Orange County, New- <laughs> the treatment in Newport. Like no. maybe she'll know. No. No. Okay. no? Okay. I, will, I will tell you why and why <laughs> I did not. Why I never spoke. Oh, I'm afraid. Okay. What the fuck? So I make an appointment and the the woman who takes my appointments, like the assistant, very nice. And is like, okay, can you send us pictures before we just, need, I'm like, sure, you know, sends pictures, make an appointment. She's like, oh, well, our next appointment is like six weeks out. And I was like, okay, wow. Okay. Like she must be really good. Mm-hmm. So I make the appointment and yesterday's my appointment and I'm driving down and it's at two o'clock in Newport Beach. I'm like, man, I'm going to hit traffic driving home. So I was going down there a little bit early and they call me and she's like, oh my gosh, we got done early. We can take you early. I'm like, oh, what grace customer service, like taking me in early and I want to go down there. So I go down there, cute little shop. And she's like, okay, I just have some um, paperwork for you to fill out. And I think of you because it's like 18 pages of paper on a clipboard. Come on. What year is it? That's not, that's not the, that's not, this is not the story. Okay. Okay. So I go to sit down. I'm writing my 18 things of paperwork. And luckily, I, I, I'm a pretty healthy person, right? So I was like, no, 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 no. And half of it is directed about the face. So I'm like, if you knew, if you realize you're going to tattoo my boobs, you could take out this whole section mm-hmm. about, you know, have I like used retin in the past three days? Like yeah. So anyways, so I'm head down in this paperwork. And then I hear the door open. And this, I hear a voice like, no one's put toilet paper in the bathroom. Who has anybody done that? And this chick is going on about toilet paper. She's like, well, usually Cheryl used to buy, usually, usually buys a toilet paper. And I'm like, oh, can I look at it? I'm like, I realize I'm like, oh, that's the tattoo, girl. the tattoo girl. So I was like, mm. and we're, we're cursed. We've talked about this. We are so cursed when it comes to nothing is ever right. And Nothing's so I'm like, right. okay, like, um, Hold it together. Try to lower your expectations. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. So then the girl goes back in the room. So it's a tiny lobby and a room. And and I can hear the girl back there, like the tattoo Mm -hmm. artist. Mm -hmm. And the person's like, okay, well, let me me see if she's ready. So then I go into the room and then (laughs) there is a little back closet attached to the room Mm -hmm. and there's a curtain. Mm -hmm. So envision the Wizard of Oz. Okay. The chick is behind the curtain like Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. So I know she's there and I can hear her like this doing stuff in the in the back of the closet like typing on her computer or whatever mm-hmm. and the girl's like okay just have a seat here go and get dressed and then she will be right in i'm like right in she's in the closet that's right she's gonna open up the curtain and be like ta-da yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking weird so as i am changing i hear this little jingle jangle and i look down and there's a fucking dog oh <laughs> hell no sorry sean 
Our sound guy's gonna be like, God damn it, Megan, you always redline me. Oh, fuck a dog. Wait, hold on, hold on, fuck hold on, a dog in any medical facility. Oh. I'm sorry, unless you are blind and you guys can all come at me for your ADA dogs. But if okay, so, <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm like topless in a paper gown and I look down and there's this dog at my feet and it has a pink sparkly color on and a shirt with a pink bow on it. And I'm like, is this for real? Like, <laughs> okay, where am I? So then um the woman <laughs> And you can just like, Mm-mm. why didn't you leave at that moment? Megan, what if you had a severe dog allergy that I don't, I hate that type of shit. Like, listen, I, there are people I'm fine with dogs. Yes. I don't love them. I don't hate them. I just, I'm, I'm not, people are like, Oh, like, you know, like I wish my dog could call me. I love dogs with selfie. I'm like, cool. Nice to meet you. I kind of just like, I keep it amicable. So when I walk into a place, I think about the people who have been bitten by dogs yes, who have phobias of dogs and you walk in, your titties are exposed lying on a bed. You look down and there's a fucking dog. You're going to run out it's naked. Cute. But here's my thing. I can't, I am more scared. Like I have zero tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I have seen very poor results with cosmetic tattooing. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I trust my plastic surgeon and I trust he gave me a good referral. So I'm going to look past the fucking Chloe dog in a pink sparkly uh, leash at my feet. Okay. 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 And okay, so- well, okay, I haven't even met the chick yet, though. Okay, so- I'm already annoyed. I can't go on with this story. I can't. It gets much better. <laughs> so- <laughs> So then the the other girl, the front receptionist, super nice. She comes back and she's like, okay, honey, come have a seat here. Don't sit on the paper gown. Just like sit here. And I'm like, okay, like whatever. So then the woman comes in and introduces herself and the artist, the tattoo artist, the tattoo artist. And is like very nice and talking about it. I'm like, can you do this? Can you shade this? Can you lighten this? Can you do this? And just kind of explaining everything. So explains it very well. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, we're going to do a test spot. I'm like, whatever, let's do the test spot today. Cause what do I have to lose? Right. We're just going to do some color matching. Mm-hmm. So at first, she's like, okay, we'll put some numbing cream on. I'm like, I have a very high pain tolerance. Let's just like get this done. And she's like, well, I have to mix it up. I'm like, okay. So she puts the numbing cream on. And at this point, I'm like, I, I'm not going to tell her what I do because I don't want to get in. Oh, 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 well, this is why. There's one part of my scar. She's like, tattooing won't fix that. We can do microneedling on top of it with like stem cells. And in my mind, I'm like, you can't fucking microneedle a 10-year-old scar like you can't and so i didn't say you didn't want to make her feel dumb exactly (laughs) exactly and then i'm thinking to myself i'm like you're dealing with a ding dong you're dealing with a ding dong (laughs) you're dealing with a ding dong but 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 in my mind i'm thinking she's not a nurse she's a tattoo artist you know so i'm like i don't i mean what's the laws the legality behind i don't know i I don't know i actually don't know because yeah if you can pierce the skin i'm sure you could microneedle it's the same thing essentially just going more superficially but I was like, okay. And then she's like, well, it can help with the pigment. And, but when she said stem cell solution, like cream serum, I'm like, no. You're like, okay. where do you get your stem cells? No, I wasn't. So I'm like, Black I'm market? not, I'm not going to be that person. But for me, I'm such a bad liar. Like what should my go-to job be if I'm lying about what I do? Accountant. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about that. I know. I usually say like mom. People are like, oh, so you like numbers. Yep. Yeah. But my, then my job's very boring and dry and I get a lot of money. But then they're going to think I'm a sex worker. No. <laughs> People think I'm the sex worker. Nothing about you gives no, off sex worker. No, but accountant is sex worker. No. Yes, it is. No, accountant is... That's, where did you get that from? From TikTok? No. <laughs> you need to get off TikTok. Okay, TikTok look, is still hey, with 17-year-olds. Okay, okay, team. Okay, if you hear accountant, yes. Okay, anyways. So... CPA. CPA. Hookers don't know how to use the word CPA. <laughs> 
Okay, so I don't want her to ask questions about me. And so I'm really good at small talk. So I'm like, oh, you know, do you live around here? Do you have any kids? Well, she's like, I just had my first grandbaby. I was like, that's amazing. So she's like, oh, let me show you her. She's so cute. So she pulls out her iPad, the iPad she just took my photos with and is scrolling through patient pictures. <gasps> so you're seeing other nipples and I'm tits. seeing titties, faces. All the, everything you can imagine to, for her to get to her, her adorable grandchild. I I'm cannot. Like, I cannot. <laughs> so, you recognize them. You're like, oh my gosh, I know her. That's my other patient. Right. That's well, so messed up. That's such a breach. Yes. But that's like what you guys, that's what I hate saying it, but that's what's out there. Right. So I did let her do a test spot on me and we'll see. So what is it? Is it a heart? <laughs> it's a playboy bunny hotline. <laughs> you should because if she did a good job the playboy bunny just will blend in <laughs> and, but then under dark under black light it'll you show up <laughs> oh my gosh so um the dog was sitting there like snoring during my test spot listen i know there's a lot of lap dogs but what if that dog had a seizure or an attack like what if it heard something jumped on you the needle goes deep in your skin <laughs> there's so many things that could go wrong i just hate I hate that this uh, presumptuous attitude that people have about like, oh, you'll like my dog because she's cute. There's a lot of cute dogs. I don't like all of them. Well, even I don't with like my all kids, them. I'm sorry. I, like, I don't. I would never like force them on somebody or like. Yeah, or be like, oh, my, my kid's kid cool. They're just snoring and sleeping. What if somebody has a kid phobia? Like I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not afraid of kids. I just don't like them personally. Um, I just. Mm -mm, <laughs> That's okay. Mm -mm. That's okay. When I go into a sterile office where they're going to be poking my skin, you better believe there's no fucking dog, unless you are a person mm -hmm. who needs it as a service dog. And I'm talking blind. Yeah. Well, but I did appreciate she put on like a full PPE gown and headlamp and with dog mask. hair flying around. Yes. With dog thinking. hair flying around, she's touching yes. a pad where there's all these people's yes. exposed. So be fussy like Megan and Aaron, and you look at those things. Out. Why didn't you walk out? Because I cause are you going to go back to her? I don't know because I wanted my scar blended, and I trust my plastic surgeon. But now I'm going to ask him, be like, "Yo, Doctor Calvert, what up? What's up with this?" Yeah. Uh, but again, people don't see that. People mm -hmm. do not see that. So if you ever go into an office and you're seeing warning signs like that in aesthetics, just be careful. She didn't take a smoke break in between your <laughs> tattoo, right? No, she was filling up the toilet paper in the restroom. <laughs> oh, All right, gosh. so that that well, takes well, us to our topic. Yeah, we're not talking about tattoos, bad tattoo stories. Although that might be a good episode. That would be great. But no, we're going to talk about. Wait, let me think. What is the worst tattoo I've ever seen? I did. I did remove a tattoo once that said "Mom," and mm -hmm. the Z O was a a bullet hole with blood dripping off of it. What does that even mean? I don't know. But this, she was like a bad bitch. She was she was in prison. Maybe she was a mom, and she's like, "I'm a badass mom." Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Or maybe her mom died away from a died from a gunshot. I don't know. She also had multiple Lakers tattoos. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. Um, let's move on from that. Okay. So we are going to talk about a medical topic today. So yeah. let's, it seems Finally, like I'm going to be doing yeah. Aaron's, Aaron's the turn today. Aaron is going to, Aaron's going to carry this episode because we're going to talk about everything you need to know about under eye filler, under eye filler, the yes. topic that I get asked every day about, and I seldom do. So mm -hmm. let's, um, let's hop into it. Okay. I think most of the time when people come into my office and want to discuss on their appearance, most of the time, what I try to try to draw out of patients is their their emotional connotation on their face. Mm. So sure, everyone wants to be more attractive, right? But I think what's a simpler way to think about it is, do you want to look healthier? Do you want to look less tired? Do you want to look more awake? We can change and manipulate the face to have a different type of expression. Like mm. no one wants to look sad or sick. You know, yeah. have you ever had it where someone's like, oh my gosh, did you not sleep at all last night? 
Why do people say that? Like, thanks? Are you concerned? <laughs> because what, are you going to give me sleep now? Exactly. I'm sorry. You cannot give me sleep. So what I just, people like that just, I think, don't think before they talk. No, they don't. Uh, I always like to use the term. I don't know who said this first. If you can't fix it in five seconds, don't say anything, mm-hmm. right? Unless it's something in their teeth or the hair is flying away. Or maybe they got a booger hanging out their nose. Yeah. Or if you're like a dermatologist and you notice a skin cancer, then maybe bring that up to someone. But if they have a wrinkle, like let them be. Or they look tired. Just or like, let them wow, be. Wow, your mustache is really popping right now. <laughs> and you're like, mm, thank. Unless you have a razor in your purse, you can get rid of that in five seconds. <laughs> a tinkle razor. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about under eye filler. That is an area that so many people focus on in the is the eye area because that's what you see when you're talking to someone. You look in their eyes and you want to have that connection and you mm-hmm. don't want to look tired. Nobody really looks at somebody's lips and be like, "Are you sad? Because your lips look a certain way, or like you must be tired because of your lips." No, yeah. people, you know, refer to like the tiredness as. That the under eye area. Yeah. Or they're just looking at your cleavage because it's always out. Popping. Yeah, that's that's a tip. If you can't fix your under eyes, just get just a push get your, bra. your boobies up to your neck <laughs> <laughs> with padding oh. and chicken cutlets. Okay, let's talk about the under eyes. The under eyes are complicated. I'll compare it to lips. You know, lips, you put some filler in it and problem solved most of the time. The under eye area, you have a lot of things going on. So you have the skin that is the thinnest skin you have on your body and it gets loosest the easiest. That's what you'll see. You'll lose elasticity there. Mm-hmm. You have a fat pad that you can see the little bag under the eye. And as you age, it protrudes forward. You have another pocket of fat in the mid cheek, um, just lateral to the nose that will shrink and descend. So you'll go to hollowness under the eye, but then you'll have puffiness right above the eyelashes. You'll get loose skin. You can have darker skin under the eyes because your veins show through or just your genetics, your ethnicity. Some people have darker under eyes. Mm -hmm. So all that together can make an eye look tired. So as you can imagine, it's a lot harder to fix under eyes than you think. Yeah. You know, even if you got the skin to lighten, you still have bags and wrinkles. Is the eye going to look better? Well, what do people say when they're like, I want the dark circles removed? Mm-hmm. When people say that. Get some shape tape concealer. No, I mean, so. Yeah, it's just, it, it's like there's not no, an answer. Well, okay, no, I take that back. So, you know, dark circles, it, no matter what the problem is, whether it's volume loss or fat pad protrusion or loose skin, people use that that term as a broad term. Mm-hmm. And so we have to dial it in. If, if it's if someone has a perfect under eye, you know, volume wise, skin elasticity, it's smooth. but it's just dark because of skin pigmentation. Correct. But there's different types of pigmentation, too. If it's brown spots from the sun, we can lighten that. But if it just looks like this bluish hint uh, of the skin, then that's more so just your genetics. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of stuck with that. So the goal is to give you appropriate volume, make the skin as smooth and as tight as possible. And then the skin coloring, you're just kind of stuck with it. You can mm. use some eye creams with vitamin K that can help slightly, but nothing that, you know, is really good. So be like under eye bleaching creams, do they exist? No, because the bleaching creams are usually for brown pigmentation, not mm. deeper discoloration. No, it's not even discoloration. Just well, it looks almost underneath. like black. It looks like your mascara has dripped down. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, correct. So that doesn't work. No, I mean, you can, there are things that can help, but you know how we are. We want to erase it. We want to use the eraser tool, like in Facetune. It's not going to work. Yeah. You can use something like PRP that can help strengthen the skin. But again, that's to the skin, not really to the discoloration itself. Yeah. So let's talk about things that you can fix with the under eye area. If you have true loose skin, like you go right now and you take your eye. Don't even pinch that. Mm, mm, I don't like that. I saw this. I saw this meme where it's like at nighttime when I apply my eye cream, dab, 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 dab. With the ring finger. And Mm -hmm. then all 
but all day long you're like rubbing your eyes and like scratching them oh yeah tugging at them pulling out with pulling down (laughs) on it when you're taking your contact out yeah so yes you want to be gentle with it but if you can pull up the skin and it kind of stays there you know it doesn't bounce back (gasps) Mm -hmm. you need a blepharoplasty most likely oh okay if your skin is too loose Mm -hmm. if you're pulling and he's like oh there's my loose skin the only way you're going to get rid of that skin is if you're going to cut it out and an eye surgeon can actually do it quite simply they just make an incision in the lash line. They pull the eye, the skin up. They sew some sutures in there. You have a black eye for seven to 10 days. But It's boom. like a tummy tuck, but for your eyelid. Yeah, but then they don't touch the muscle usually. Ah. I mean, it can be just skin. Sometimes yeah. they will go in and remove the bag that's underneath. So the bag can be a few things. The bag could just be loose skin, just like this sack of skin. Or you can have a fat pad under that bag so sometimes Mm. people like oh my eyes are so puffy i put hemorrhoid cream on it and eye cream it's like that's like it's fat it's not puffiness that's just your fat have you heard somebody dm'd us uh, a while back saying um that one of their friends got kybella injected into that fat pad in their under eye yeah you know when kybella first came out we like not i didn't consider doing that but it was like a question Mm -hmm. but the swelling is so variable if you like swell the nerves that connect to the (gasps) eye you know, That's maybe risque. Maybe if it's, a, I mean, if it's like an ocular plastic surgeon who is doing it, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a surgeon is offering non-surgical options in their office for something that is hard to control. Yes, you know, because Kybella, it's it's cool for the right patient. Kybella, we've talked about before. It's an acid injected that dissolves fat cells permanently. So most of the time, it's used in the jowls and the the chin area to dissolve your double chin. But some people, surgical removal of fat is better. Mm-hmm. So. An ocular plastic surgeon was probably not going to be like, well, shit, I got this Kybella. Let's just inject okay, it. Think about how swollen you got with Kybella in your eyes. What if your eyes swelled shut for a week? No Sketch. way. I'd be like, ah. <laughs> so I wouldn't say, you so, know, well, I've pe- thought about, you know, I, that has run past my well, mind. It's fat and you want to dissolve it. Yeah, cool, but, but then I'm like, mm, it's close risks. to your, yes. Do not always no- benefits. You know, when you get it done in your jaws and your chin, there's nothing that can be closing up like, you know, that can cause issues i mean imagine not being able to see also there's a lot of like more nerves up there that could be no so if you have that fat pad you got to get the fat pad removed but you can also have just bulging from allergies too where you get swelling under your eyes Mm -hmm. so if you have allergies and you're you don't like your under eyes it's really best to control the allergies as best as possible yeah i think a lot of people would come into you and be like I have under eye and you're like you just have allergies yeah well people hate that because that's the first question i ask like well I have allergies, but like not real. I'm like, yeah, you do. I only take a Zyrtec every day. I'm like, you have allergies. Okay. Like, they don't want to hear that because you I can't know. cure that. Like yes. they want like a magic instant fix where they're like, put a syringe and make me flat. And you're like, it's actually the puffiness is not because of, you know, genetics. Mm-hmm. It seems like it seems like the lifestyle, which is yeah, allergies. Exactly. So it could be allergies. Okay. So we loose skin, cut it out. Fat pad, cut it out. Uh, allergies, take your allergy medicine. If you have hollowness, here we go. Here we're coming to the filler. I got a solution for you. If you have hollowness in the mid cheek under eye area, then you could possibly be a candidate for filler. Mm -hmm. So if you look at your face and you look kind of where your nostril is, like the bottom of your nostril, and you make a line across, and then you make a line from what's called your lateral canthus, the corner of your eyelid. Okay, Mm -hmm. so um, outside corner of your eyelid down nostrils over you'll get a a square and that is called the mid cheek Mm -hmm. a lot of people will see that area and think it's the under eye area because it's all connected yeah if you have hollowness in the mid cheek that connects to the under eye area 
we can put filler in that area to plump things up, to give the under eye support, to give the loose skin support, to give the under eye bag support. And then overall, you will look better, more rested and more volumized. Yeah, that's what I had. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I look tired, Aaron. I look like I, I, I just look tired. I was like, I think I need under eye filler. And you were like, no, you need cheek filler. And that changed the game. It gave me an apple pop to my cheek. I didn't look as tired, but it's, I still need to keep it up because I have, what's it called? The naso jangle jungle juvigal? <laughs> the naso jugal groove. Naso jangle dangle. <laughs> Officer dangle. <laughs> Reno nine one one, my favorite. Um, okay, were, were we? Did you've seen Nick Schwartzen in Nick Schwartzen? So I saw him in Vegas yeah, at the Mirage. He was. Weren't they supposed to play in Fullerton and then COVID happened? No, they happened? were supposed to play in Fullerton, but all of you whack asses weren't going to go out on a school night, so I didn't want to go alone. I hit up you, your husband, my cousin, there and they're something like something else going. No, no we like had some. Yeah, but Wednesday. Nick Schwartzen is also on Reno nine one one. Reno nine one one is my type of comedy. <laughs> if there's any Reno nine one one fans out there, but why do we bring that up? I don't know. Dangle, dangle. <laughs> the nasal dangle jangle. <laughs> Nasal jugal group. Nasal jugal So I have that dent and Aaron filled it up and it made like a mm-hmm. popping. Like apple of the cheek where you used to put, I don't I don't know where you put blush nowadays, like where the makeup artist I don't know either. Do. I gotta ask Courtney Dapper. Yeah. Because But I if don't it's know. like that classic like 80s right in the front, apple of your cheek, right there, that's where you can put the filler in. Yeah. So under eye filler, I mean, it's, it's actually a pretty easy process to go through typically. So in that area, I like to use something called the cannula versus a needle. So a cannula is blunt tipped where I have to make one little poke and with I a separate needle with a separate needle, separate sharp, which thingy. is yeah, which it, with the introducer needle and it is bigger than the cannula itself. So I make a hole that's slightly bigger than the cannula. I go in, and I feed the cannula at the plane, what I want it to go to, whether it's a deeper plane or more superficial plane. And then I deposit the filler in fine threads. And so I go in and fill that area. Wait, when you say threads, I don't want people to get it twisted that you do PDO threads or any of that shit. You're talking about the technique. Well, yes. So think in- about like a little line, lines of filler, like a, like a, like you're like fanning fan. it out. Yeah. It almost, if you looked under the tissue, it would look like a little like chicken's foot or a broom in that shape. Yeah. Where it fans out. Okay. A little fine. Like if you're piping filler. icing on a, you know, on a cake. We're doing 18 hand motions right now. Like you, you guys, guys can can't see it. see it. She's squirting it and then she drags it down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it creates a fan. Yeah. Look. So I'm, I'm putting a nice layer under the cheek. So it's not just as one big old blob blob and that's what when you do the big blobs then it can sometimes look like you have that weird bolt on cheek okay so it's all bolt on cheek you know where people when they smile the cheek goes so high it like kind of like impedes into their under eye area you need to send me some pics of that so we can take a look so we can become experts it's it's the it's the like older school version of how we used to do cheek filler okay it's like when it first came out and everyone looked too much yeah i think like old madonna madonna's face looks really good oh my gosh she looks like an alien right now she looks like she's wearing a bolt-on face (laughs) her (laughs) her face is very v-shaped right now she yeah Yeah, she looks like she has an alien head filter i know but her work now looks better than it did 15 years ago yeah she looked way pillow face back then. it's because she's fucking a 26 year old she looks good. She's getting it. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. Anyways, <laughs> she's 56. She has a 26 year old boyfriend. Get it, girl. She has always had a 26 year old boyfriend. I know. <laughs> she just gets older, but they don't. Okay. So with the under eye filler, you can feel a little bit of pain or tenderness in the area that was injected. But with any type of filler, whether it's needle or cannula, you can get bruising, redness, swelling, tenderness. Mm-hmm. But the cannula, since it's not sharp, it tends to weave around tissue, weave around the the arteries and the veins, so you're not poking through them which causes less bruising. So it's usually Mm -hmm. less trauma, less bruising. However, the under eye area, 
can be a little fickle where it just needs a little bit more time to settle down. So in the beginning, your under eyes, it can sometimes feel like a little buff, bumpy or one After side. you get the filler. Correct. Yeah. Or one side is filler than the other. So on lips, you know, after about two weeks, they're pretty solid on what they're going to look like. Mm-hmm. Under eyes, we tend to give more like three to four weeks to fully settle in. Mm, so it just okay. takes more time to settle in. And also it's a very gradual process because we always want to go slow and steady with the under eyes because if we overfill the under eyes. Pillow face. Pillow face. Exactly. Um, but if we under, you know, or if we just make them a little better and also you don't want to have, you need an indentation in your under eye. That's what looks natural. Yes. Look at children. Yes. You know? That's, that's, that's a natural thing. So when you don't have that indentation, it looks bad. And again, I say this to my patients all the time. We can fix stuff, quote unquote, fix stuff, but fixing stuff doesn't make you look better. It has to like fit the aesthetic of what things are naturally supposed to look like. Well, I think people are obsessed with the idea of if there's darkness, line or shadow to erase it. Correct. So like you, you open up Facetune and you put a picture up and yeah, you do a little like under eye and that helps or do a little crow's feet and that helps. But if you did that erase tool all over your face, it'd look flat. Have you seen that meme like Edward James almost and like. Like he's oh like fully yeah, yeah, yeah or like um prince edward or what was his what was a uh, queen elizabeth's husband name oh <laughs> come on Sean. come on, <laughs> come on edward prince albert no that's what you got on your <laughs> prince albert dude you're nasty i only know about one prince albert <laughs> but no i've seen that meme too where you yes. like blur the face out <laughs> Where you blur the face out and it like makes no sense. People who think like, I know your nightmare client is somebody who comes in is like, see this? I want it gone. See this? I want it gone. I want any sort of line on my face gone. And you're like, you will look flat. You will look like a pillow. You'll look like two buttons have been stuffed in a pillow Mm -hmm. for your eyeballs. Yep. Yep. So So you have to explain that to the patients. They have to understand. Oh, and it's just getting them to understand that. And what I try to make all my patients understand is you cannot hyper examine any part of the face. It will drive you fucking crazy. Yeah. If you have a magnifying mirror, throw it away. There's yeah. absolutely zero reason you should own a magnifying mirror. Because nobody's looking at unless you're what, checking your own skin cancer? No, you don't even do that. Like yeah. you, you wouldn't have that. Yeah. So no, throw it away. Oh, you're right. Mom has a magnifying mirror in her uh, bathroom and I accidentally looked at it and I was like, I look so ugly. Do you remember mom? Had I that, have so many that hairs that... on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much sun damage. I was like, I'm so ugly. Why does anybody? No. Why would they want me? <laughs> it's not good. Remember mom had that like Revlon mirror and you could change the colors. It's like daytime. Mom nighttime. was an influencer before she knew it. Because she already had a ring light. It was on her little Revlon makeup thing. Yeah, and you put it You could have like, it was a light, like a purple light that was like nighttime. Yes. And then green was like brunch. (laughs) (laughs) And we would play around with the colors. Oh my gosh. Uh, So don't just, okay. Nobody looks at you that way. Okay. So what you, I always tell people is that how you have to know if this was successful is that take a picture and then look at your picture next week versus two months ago. Which one is better? Do not people zoom in. don't do that, though. Well, I know. When people are like, it didn't work. I'm like, have you seen your before and afters? Yeah. And well, I don't worry. I give them the lecture. What do you say? Just what I told you. But no, we don't get people. You know, our our our, our patients are pretty cool. They understand. Yeah. They come to us because they understand and they trust Or they the trust you that you're not going to, you know, like no. play them for a fool. No, exactly. Because, yeah, you don't want to. You're not injecting people being like, ha, 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 they're not going to get any results. Ha, <laughs> ha, like laughing to the bank. It's like, no, they need to get results, you know, because word of mouth is our only marketing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the best way to get people in our office is that your friend told your friend and your friend and your, your, your girl to her girl and her babysitter. It's or, like, or they come in and want to meet Megan. That's another marketing tool. What can I say? I make, I'm made up though. I'm just a hologram. 
there. Where's Megan? Everyone asks me, what office is Megan at today? I'm like, <laughs> you're like sure, her living sure. room. Yes. Oh, Phil's Pasadena. That's her office this morning. <laughs> yeah, she's you there. Might see me, and if you see me on my laptop deep in a call at the Phil's Pasadena, don't bother me. Don't come up to me. Just keep it moving. Just give me a peace sign and keep it moving. And then DM me. And actually just take a selfie with her while she's on her phone. And, and I'll be like, like, I'll throw up the peace sign. Hey. <laughs> But um, yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Where, okay. So just, you have to understand there's natural curves and lines. And what I think looks really good is leaving a little bit of lines, a little bit of crow's feet intact. Have you ever seen women that are, you know, 80 years old and have this like beautiful silver hair, great bone structure and like tons of crow's feet? Yeah. They, looks, look, they look great. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so crow's amazing. feet or like under eyes don't make you look old. Right. So it's finding that balance of what is age appropriate. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I don't think you should look younger. Like nobody looks younger. They should look good for like a five to 10 year age span. Okay. Yes. Like if you're 50, you're not going to look 30. Yeah. And if you want to try to look like that, you're it's delusional and you need to like re-examine your goals it's not it's not what it's not going to happen yeah and if you try to look 30 you're going to look weird so just try to be you know let's shoot for 44 okay that's like a great goal to have if you're 50 years old or just yeah. a really healthy 50 or just like sexy in your own skin it's a je ne sais quoi it's yeah. not necessarily like a certain amount of wrinkles or a certain amount of lip filler it's just kind of like it's an attitude where it looks like you you know with just little tweaks yeah, yeah but yeah you shouldn't be completely wrinkle free Rested. yeah and yes. and tightened up like yeah. you look like you're wearing a i don't know just that look of like uh, it just makes it looks me, painful yeah for sure where if you sneeze your eyebrows mm -hmm, gonna rip mm -hmm. that's why we leave a little indentation in the under eye we can always go back and add more and mm -hmm. i will do that sometimes we'll do a, a little bit see them back in three to four months and we can layer on top of it mm -hmm. because a really nice thing about uh, under eye filler it can last years that's crazy years. and why can it last years it's just the area it's placed in it doesn't move very much you know the lips and chin you're smiling you're moving it and filler is broken down by movement so if you're not moving an area as much, it's going to last a lot longer. Yeah. So that area of your face is not moving as much as your. The, no. Yeah. It just tends, it tends to last for a long time. And sometimes people it's two or three years later and they will tell me, oh, I haven't had a filler in three years. I think it's all gone. And you look at them. You're like, no, there's still filler in there. Like, yeah. well, it can't be there. I'm like, yeah, no, it can be. Filler can be there 10 years later. Yeah. It just really depends on the person, their metabolism, how they break it down. Yeah. So, you know, under eye filler can be the answer sometimes and it so there's different ways we will put under eye filler in the under eye the cannula is usually the main way that i will do it but mm -hmm. sometimes we'll actually go in with a smaller needle and poke at something called the orbital rim if you go where your eyeball is and feel it where it's squishy right below it there's a bone and if you feel that that's your orbital rim mm -hmm. you can go in and put little deposits of filler on that <laughs> bone to strengthen it i've done that to you did you do it to me well have you done have you had under eye filler yeah. yourself yeah no way I've had my Maybe whole... it's because you're skinnier. Huh. Probably because your orbital bones are showing. Mine mine don't. I need my cheeks popping. How would popping. you need under eye filler more than I would? You're trying to like shame me for... Mm, me I'm not shaming you, but filler. I'm just surprised that you had... Are you sure you needed under eye filler? Well, yeah, I've had it all. I've had it all. I've had, I've had mostly mid cheek, but a little bit of under eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you look good. No, Stop I've touching your under eye. It gives me anxiety. She keeps touching it. Oh, please stop. Gross. It's just, I'm, I just tight, imagine no. it's the, the tissue just tearing underneath that. No, but. well, okay. Well, if your tissue is tearing from all the rubbing you're doing like me, what else you can do is that you can do things that strengthen the skin or stimulate collagen. So things like microneedling, mm -hmm. you can microneedle right under the eye. You did. You had, so Brie did that to you, I right? Did, yeah. Recently. Yeah. 
Yep, she. I need to do microneedling, but I just have so many men to see <sighs> these days. I don't want them, you know, getting up close in my skin. How long did it? Well, we'll actually talk about that on a future episode. Okay, about microneedling. But- also, um, laser treatments can help stimulate collagen production and tighten the skin. Mm-hmm. But again, if you can pull it and it's loose, you got to cut cut it out. But if it's not loose, but you smile and you see some a little bit of wrinkling, then you can do more of the collagen stimulating treatments yes collagen stimulation is good and then also eye creams what eye cream is good though because i mean oil of olay sells an eye cream all the ones we carry exactly (laughs) well it's funny we we have a couple different eye creams i actually started using eye creams with aaron when i think maybe a year ago Mm -hmm. i finally just used it morning and night because like you said this is the hardest area to treat right the neck and the under eye yes that can show signs of aging i feel like quicker than the other parts of the face correct and it's You're like, oh, I'll just fix it later. It's really hard to fix. It is hard to fix. So if you can do any type of prevention with under eye creams, you really want to try to keep the area hydrated and moisturized. Mm -hmm. And that's the main goal of most under eye creams. You can also put different ingredients into under eye creams, things that do help strengthen the skin. Our night ice cream has retinol in it clutch it's so nice so retinol what does that do Aaron? it helps stimulate everything stimulates collagen oh, helps turn over dead skin yes. cells yes smooth the skin help with texture help with fine lines and wrinkles mm-hmm. and it's a low strength retinol a very gentle one so it doesn't irritate the skin which yeah. is really nice yeah for sure that's a good one night eyes is what it's night called night eyes and then we also have a daytime version which is bright eyes bright eyes yeah so and it doesn't have retinol hydrate. but um you could use that morning and night too mm-hmm. yeah so um what if what should somebody expect when they're coming in for like what do you have somebody do when you're giving them an under eye uh, filler assessment well i prefer that someone comes in without makeup on mm-hmm because makeup can camouflage things or it can actually make things look worse. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll, someone will come in and they'll have a full face of makeup on like layer on layer on layer foundation. Mm-hmm. And then they take their foundation off and their face looks better. Crazy. And because when you smile and move, all of that makeup gets stuck in the those creases. wrinkles and creases. So, you know, part of me kind of wants to tell people like the less makeup you wear or like the better you take care of your skin, you can wear less makeup and it makes your face look better. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it may, more makeup is appropriate, but so we take the makeup off first. I take a closer look at the skin. You know, I, I pinch the skin. Ooh, mm-hmm. I know that it freaks you out. Megan. I, ouch. I hate Just that. to see what the skin elasticity is like. Uh-huh. I feel the volume of the cheeks. I feel where the bones are. I feel where the nerves are coming out of the bones. I ask them about their past surgical history, their past injectable history, if they have a history of allergies. So we go over a full detailed medical history and talk about their goals, realistic expectations, downtime, if they do have downtime. Because if you are a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you guys don't think like this, but you it would it blows my mind on a daily basis. Oh, I want to get my lips done. Okay. Well, but I'm going to like a party tomorrow and I can't bruise. I'm like, okay. You're like, I, I'm just going to tell you you're going to bruise so you don't try to blame it on me. Exactly. I turn people <laughs> away all the time. Um, so yes, just and, and planning accordingly and knowing it is a small, it's a, it's a medical procedure. Yeah. So don't rush me. You know, don't tell me you're in a rush. Mm don't tell me you don't want to take your makeup off like mm. just come in mm-hmm. and and so then you're like they're like okay i want it you confirm that you're gonna what you're gonna use with them they might ask why you'll explain why mm-hmm. and then you put numbing cream on 
It depends. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes if we're going to use a cannula, I don't use numbing cream because I put a tiny little shot of lidocaine numbing medicine. So I, yeah. then you don't feel when I poke my bigger needle in. Yeah. Um, but if in the under eye area, we'll put a little bit of numbing cream on. But the under eyes are not actually very sensitive to have injected. No. When I got my cheek done, it really felt like nothing. Your lips and nasolabial folds tend to be a lot more sensitive than your cheeks. A little cheeks. more spicy. Yes. It's just where your nerve placement is. And so how long does it take to inject? Oh, it just depends. I mean... I can inject under eyes in like five minutes, but this bitch, that's not a good, okay. I'm not saying like, no, it's the faster, the better. No, this is the thing. Like, you know how some people say, I've seen this uh, like meme or something where they're like, you know, somebody will complain like you charged me $300 for something that took 30 minutes. And it's like, because I've spent 10 years taking a job that takes two hours and I'm able to do it in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like you are paying for my expertise. So although you're quick. It's not saying that you're sloppy or you're whatever. It's just that you've been in the game where you're just kind of like, I've been doing this. I'm a well-oiled machine. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah, give yourself time to do it. You know, also, how many people have you turned away who've wanted it? Who come in being like, I need under eye filler. And you're like, actually, you don't. Oh, the vast majority. Probably like 90% of people. Like true under eye filler. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't candidates for it. Yeah. So, you know, it is. I, we've talked about this on past episodes, too. If you come in and just say, and I will, but I will directly ask you, like, what? What's bothering you? And some people tell me, I feel like I look tired or I don't like my under eyes or, uh, you know, most people give me that direction versus I want under eye filler. Mm -hmm. Like I usually don't get that directly. Mm -hmm. But if you say, tell me like what is bothering you, it helps me. Mm -hmm. What is not as helpful is when someone gives me zero direction. When someone's like, I don't know. They're like, you tell me. I don't know. Dealer's choice. I don't know. Omakase. What's your budget? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And then I'm like, you're like, what's your favorite food? I don't know. <laughs> When's your birthday? I don't know. It's like, are you a robot? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? And so that's hard because it. And then I try to like do so. I I can do. I can get it out of them, kind of, but it's still hard. Mm-hmm. So if it's just if you give me the general, like <laughs> my eyes are bugging me. My friend got Botox. It looked pretty cool. I got a $500 gift card. What can we do? Like all those things are very helpful. And yeah. then I can. You could usually get it out you. of them. Oh, I, I always can. But. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I, I under eye filler candidates um, can be few and yes, far okay. between. Yes. But the good under eye candidates have good skin elasticity. Their skin is not loose. Mm. They do not have allergies. Mm-hmm. If you have allergies, you can't get under eye filler. Mm. That's like a black and white. You cannot. You can get cheek filler lower down, but not under eye filler. Yeah. You need some volume loss. Your fat pads can't be too protruding. Mm -hmm. And you have to have good cheek support before. If your cheeks are flat and you want under eye filler, we have to fill your cheeks first. What if somebody is a candidate for a blepharoplasty, which is the eyelid surgery, but they're like, I don't want to do that. I want under eye filler from you. Um, If I think it can help them a little bit, I'll give them realistic expectations. If someone just has like super saggy skin, that's not going to help them. So I'm not going to take their money and treat them. But if someone has some hollowness and saggy skin and I tell them, hey, this is going to make it about 20% better. And they're like, okay, cool. Let's do it. I can't get surgery. I don't want it. Yeah, I can't get surgery. I'm afraid of going under or whatever reason. Yes, yes, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, some people are scared to do the eye surgery because you hear the eyes. You know, I'm scared to get like my boob tattooed that no one else sees. Mm -hmm. But you can imagine that if you want your eyes done, like that's a scary thing. Yeah. So we have really good surgeon referrals that we discuss when you come into the office too. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope we answered your questions because a lot of people ask about under eye filler. And mm-hmm. this is an episode dedicated just to under eye filler and Erin's titties. <laughs> or, I mean, the scars on her titties. The scars on my titties. On her nips or whatever. Which is one little pink dot on it right now. <laughs> on the white scar. Oh, well, thanks guys for listening. Make sure to tell your friends and share this. Make it spread like wildfire so I could 
get a sponsorship from um, Phil's Coffee and Red Bull. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.